Welcome back to the Dark Woods, Traveler. Cthulhu, don't start with this interrupting shit. We haven't even done the intro yet, and you're already starting with me today? Don't. Don't do it today, Cthulhu. We just went out last night, went hunting. Now, you stop interrupting while we do the intro. Jeez. Hey there, security duck. Watch out, ladies and gentlemen. He may be small, but I'll tell you what. He's a nasty little beast with that bat. Channel 2 now concludes its broadcast day. Good night. of warm knowledge in a vast forest of lies. I am the Dark Bear, a dark spirit summoned to these woods to guide strong souls through the darkness. Worry not, Traveler. The dark fog is pushed from my camp, and the wicked whispers fall silent in the presence of the bear. But a word of caution, Traveler. Monsters lurk in the dark woods. Best to stay within the light. Ah, always best to stay within the light. Makes it easy so that you don't trip and fall. <laughs> Welcome back to the campfire, ladies and gentlemen. It's an absolute pleasure to see everyone. It seems like I might have lost center in the shadow realm somewhere. That's all right. He always finds his way back. Hey, Angie, welcome to the campfire. I hope you're doing well. Chris, it's always an absolute pleasure. Mike from Tampa Bay, I hope that your day has been filled hey, with smile. Hey there, sinner. I knew you'd find your way out of that shadow realm somehow. How are you doing this morning, sir? Uh, pretty good. Hold on, I'm talking. I was talking with the old lady. That's why I'm a little behind. Oh, yeah. You're all good, man. You take care of you and just, you know, I'm starting the show out. We're kind of, you know, stoking the fire, getting the flames going, getting some truth flowing. You know what I'm saying? So you got plenty of time. We're just warming up right now. We're just, uh, everybody's kind of filing in, you know. Hey, George's Jungle. Good to see you. I hope you're doing well, sir. <clears throat> Always an absolute pleasure. You know, today I think we're going to be talking about, you know, what would happen if politicians started catching handcuffs because we talk about a lot about how it needs to happen but we never really talk about what would happen if that did if that was the case if it started to occur so i think today that's going to be part of the main topic but before we get off on that <sighs> right before we came in here i seen my favorite friend in your center the one that we all love to absolutely fucking hate. We just wish that she'd shut her fucking mouth and go somewhere and do something else. But, you know, AOC, she's up there fucking flapping her fucking lips again. 
right before the show. I, I found that video and I was like, do I want to watch this? No. But then, oddly enough, I was watching it. I told my brain no, but my hand betrayed me, sir. It clicked. It clicked on the picture. I said, no hand. And my hand said, yes, you will suffer through this beast howls in Congress. I said, ah, damn it. And then, you know, I got exactly what I expected out of her. A bunch of extreme leftist bullshit. But she did tell the truth about one thing, which I was super impressed. She said, you know, most of my colleagues don't even read the bills that they talk about. And I'm like, yeah, clearly. Because if they read them, they'd be blatantly fucking lying. <laughs> Sorry. She got me a little worked up before the show. You know how I, you know how I feel about, uh, about AOC. Green New Deal, wasn't it like 300 pages? Yep. Super fucking long. Nobody reads them because they make them so goddamn long and so fucking complicated and so droningly boring. Like, put a put a fucking nudie picture on every other page, and I bet those senators read the shit out of them. Like they, they make them so long, but at the same time, they give them such a short time to actually read the things. Like, there's no way they're going to do this. You couldn't yeah, read a novel. It's That's a game. It's yeah, it's a game. It's just like how they hold school meetings while people are in, while people are at work. It's a game. They say it's an illusion. You know what I'm saying? Hey, welcome to Campfire, Manuel. I hope I said your name right. If I did not, I apologize. Um, you know, here's the thing, Center, is AOC out of all the people in Congress. Not many people know this about her, but she's the least effective. She has never been involved in passing anything. Never build a pass. She's never helped pass anything. Yeah, she's basically fucking useless. Like, you can look up the stats of congressmen and women, and you know what I'm saying? Like, you can, like, People will look up and memorize football stats for football players. Fuck that. Give these people a new hobby. Football's trash anyways nowadays, right? Let them start memorizing fucking senator and congressman stats, motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? Oh, like you pass yay nay to this bill. Mm, you know, I'm telling you, I don't think he's going to pull through for your state. You know, I'm looking here over his statistics, and I'm betting against him. I'm betting against him this season. You know what I'm saying? That's how they need to start treating. <laughs> That's how they need to start treating the fucking congressmen and senators. We're going to take bets. Yeah, because these people, they're not just running touchdowns in, motherfucker. They're running touchdowns in that are affecting your children's children's lives. You feel what I'm saying? When they throw a Hail Mary, it affects the entire American society. And they're running a lot of Hail Mary plays right now, aren't they? At this point, they're just kind of throwing shit against the wall and hoping it sticks. Meow. Hey, Crazy Kane. Welcome to the campfire. Always glad to see you. Well, you know, I mean, let's think about it, you know. Yeah, Fosse is the QB. That's right. No, I, he I is think the. 
I think Fauci's the lead tip. They're trying. They're trying to. They're trying to pass back to Fauci, and and blitz him right through the center. You feel what I'm saying? They're trying to run the ball right into the zone. They know that Fauci's the fastest, weaseliest motherfucker they've got. Catching him, they used to think was like catching a, a, a smoke. But I'll tell you what, I don't know how, but Rand Paul has rubbed the fucking lamp and he's done it in reverse and he's sucking the genie back into the bottle. <laughs> he's like, no, 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 no. I see you getting real close to that end zone. No, 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 no. He's just rubbing the shit out of that lamp, isn't he? Don't use Bobby Boucher without the actual skill. <laughs> So, so. It's you're stupid. You're stupid. I don't like you. You know, here's how. Here's how I look at it. Okay, is for every action there's equal and opposite reaction, right? Like, okay, so politics got into sports and the people that got politics involved in sports, their thought process was we will expose our message to more people that otherwise most likely wouldn't see it, right? Right? That's now go going off the law of for every action there's equal and opposite reaction. All right. Well, yeah, you're going to expose a lot more people to your message that might not have seen it, that might have went way out of their way to avoid politics. And now you have forced politics onto them where in, in a situation where where they they use this to get away from stressful things. So now you've brought stressful things directly into a realm they use to get away from it, right? So what do you think their reaction to that's going to be? You think it's, you think they're going to receive your message in a positive way? Oh fuck no! Sports oh. guy, I've never given a shit for. I don't care for the NFL, NBA, any of that shit. I don't. Sports are stupid. Yeah, like if I want to watch gay porn, I'll just watch gay porn. Nothing against anyone that likes sports. That's just my opinion. The NFL let them put Black Lives Matter on their helmets or on their jerseys and shit like that. But when those Dallas cops got killed, they wouldn't let them put their names on the Dallas Cowboys helmets. Disgusting. Like, it's fine if you want to, like for stuff like that, if you want to honor, because I know they've done that before. They've honored fallen soldiers and things like that. Yeah, that's that's something you should do. You know what I'm saying? But it's like if you're gonna have it lopsided bullshit, you just lost all credibility. Well, yeah, yeah. Like, okay, if if you if you're gonna support BLM, which has been dubbed a terrorist organization within America, right? Okay, if you if 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 you're gonna if you're gonna support them on the side of your helmet, you should at least have the same righteousness to support police officers that you know help secure and maintain the day-to-day -day lives to make sure that there's not a bunch of you know fucking bundies running around eating people so let's let's talk did i what the cat is currently in the, this place has those long hanging hey, like slat slat uh curtain shades, you know. 
I hate mm-hmm. the damn things. The military fucking loves them. And I can currently hear the cat over there pissing or something. And I'm oh, yeah. Pain in the ass like, fix them once they've been fucked up. So check, so check this out. So here's what I'm thinking today's topic is going to be. So we found out what the implications are if we just um, conform, if we just are complacent with what the people up top want us to do. Okay, so you'll remember we're going to go back a ways. So everybody put your thinking caps on, spin the little fucking fan up top, get the light bulb lighting up, you know, because we're going to go back a ways here. This is going to be deep. So you remember a long many many moons ago and many rainstorm passed when the mighty scary Kofufu come from the dark and preys upon the weak minded, we were told oh to cease the Kofufu you put upon the cloth over your face. You hide your face from society. Fifteen moons, and we will be good to go. You remember that? <laughs> and uh, we, we at first, you remember, Sinner, all of us were kind of like, 15 days, I mean, I don't want to, but I mean, I can't really argue with 15 days, because if I do, I'll look like a cocksucker. That was that was the idea. I mean, let's be honest. How many of us just wore the mask for 15 days because we thought, well, 15 days, it's just two weeks plus one. So I'll just wear the fucking mask to make a bunch of people happy, and then we'll be done with this. We're just going to give the baby the bottle so it'll shut it up, right? But now look at where we are, right? Now we are... A year and some odd later. Now we're worth how how many how many variants are we in now, Center? I've lost count. Delta's just the one I think that's coming from India, but I'm pretty sure there's been like whatever area it's coming from, they pretty much disappear. Here's the English here's the here's the European one. Like this yeah. Basically, we we know what will happen if we just sit there and give the baby its bottle, right? Like, it's just going to keep eating until it gets sick. That's what, you know, clearly, it's already proved this. Like, we, we said, okay, we're going to give you some peaceful protests, and then they burned down a whole bunch of cities. All right, we said, okay, we'll wear the mask for 15 days. Here we are a year later. We are a year later. All right, we said, okay, okay. we'll allow you to skip a whole bunch of uh, red tape with making a, a, a vaccination as long as you don't force it on people. And here we are talking about, you know, strike team squads coming door to door. So... What are the implications if we allow, the, like, let's say, let's say if we don't arrest Fauci? I think we all know what the, the implications are. If we don't arrest Fauci, well, none of this, sh- it, all this sh- fucking circus shit just keeps going on. So let's talk about Center instead. What would the implications be if we do arrest Fauci? 
because it'll, you know, equal and opposite effect, you know, arresting Fauci will immediately cause waves, ripples to, to a, you know, happen within the pond as it is, the political pond of America. So let's hypothetically look into the campfire and play a little game of let's tell the future that could be. What do you think the first move from the left would be if you wake up tomorrow and Fauci has been arrested? Screaming, yelling, riots, kicking their feet, denying the science, you know. So just general, general chaos would ensue afterwards is what you're saying. Pretty much, because one of theirs got taken down. So I think, you know what I really, really think would happen? I, in my, I think there's a couple branches it could go off on, a timeline speaking. <laughs> George says, I agree with George. You see what George said down there? George says, Pelosi would just shit herself. <laughs> her fucking, her, that patent pen they want to use at the State of the Union. The <clears throat> yeah, yeah, like, oh. You know, here's here's the thing, man. So let's say Fauci gets arrested. I think within hours, not within days, but within hours, CNN, MSNBC, okay, pretty much every left-weaning media-pumping, propaganda-pumping machine is immediately going to start saying that Trump is trying to take over the government like like he's not he's purging it of corruption they're going to try to paint the picture like um like he's the tyrannical power grab in this play does that make sense how i'm saying that yeah and then and then immediately afterwards okay they're going to start we all know what they're going to do um, they're going to start working Fauci and hopefully try to get Fauci to start flipping on some of these other dirty son of a bitches, right? That would be the, the tactical, strategical move, okay? And if, if you and I can think about that, then clearly, you know, people that are, you know, supposed to be protecting America from its greatest of threats, domestic and foreign, then surely they know that too. I mean, we watch that, you know, the scene in every movie where they turn the light on them and they're like, where were you Wednesday, July the 17th at 8.30 a.m.? And they're in a dark room and the guy's sweating. He's like, I can't remember. And they're like, well, you better remember because Stanley's coming back from a coffee break in 15 minutes and he's feeling real goddamn punchy today. <laughs> <laughs> You see, you, 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 we all know that scene in the movie. We all know that scene. And they bring it when they bring in fucking Johnny because Johnny knows how to get answers out of people. You feel what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. He's like, Johnny, are you a cop? And Johnny just smiles real big and goes, Nope, I sure ain't. <laughs> I'm just Johnny from down the road. I don't know any of these nice here offices. But I'll tell you what. I know who you are, and I know you've been doing some dirty dealings. <laughs> We're going to hear all about it right now. Oh, you don't feel like talking? That's okay. Don't worry. Johnny knows how to loosen lips. I love sinking ships. Let's pay. I got my battle strategic battle game board right here. <laughs> you know, and then the door closes slowly, and the cops go have a smoke break. <laughs> Well, Frank, how was your day? Whoosh! Oh, it was great. Ah! 
Jones. Tell me what you know. Johnny doesn't play. <laughs> well, my day was okay. You know, the wife, we had potatoes and steak. <laughs> yeah, waterboarding is not very fun, is it? <laughs> what do you know about who's dirty and who's not? <laughs> yeah, the mashed potatoes, she put some... She put some cheddar and sour cream in there. Mm, really kicked the spot. <laughs> I mean, don't get me wrong. It's not pretty, but when it when it comes to flushing out uh, corruption, it never is. And so now, so let's say Fauci gets arrested. They start a whole bunch of chaos. Hey, I'm going to mute you and unmute you real quick. There you go. Okay, just unmute yourself. Uh, that should fix that echo, hopefully. Um, so there it is. It's fixed. You're good. You're good. So let's say he gets arrested. So the media and Facebook clearly and probably, you know, a lot of the big tech companies, sadly, are going to immediately start pushing the propaganda of Trump and whoever is helping him arrest these people are making a tyrannical power grab move. And they're going to whip their side of the aisle up in a, in a panicked frenzy. Okay? Panicked frenzy. They're going to... And, and we've already seen that they're willing to do things like go out and say, we need to get in their face. We need to riot. We need to burn down buildings and fucking stomp our feet and throw a big goddamn fit. Hey, welcome to Campfire Hill. Be careful around those shadows. Sometimes they get hungry. So, if Fauci falls, he's only human, right? So, it's only going to take so long for him to realize, oh... I am actually going to go to prison. And when that happens and that becomes real and he realizes that, that Nancy Pelosi isn't going to fucking gallop into the prison cell on a white stallion and fucking slash the bars with her magic sword to free him. Okay, when that, when that reality sets in that that's not coming, he'll decide, oh, I'm going to start selling people out so that I can at least play Will of Fortune on a handheld console from the 70s. Ah, they probably didn't have that back in the 70s. I'm being dramatic. But you get what I'm saying. He's going to give up anyone he can to get the most basic of entertainments in his small, small, sad, little fucking hole of a room while he awaits his trials against humanity. Because that's what it'll be. He won't be get, they'll get him. They need to get him for the little thing right now, which is lying to Congress, which is what we talked about yesterday. And then, while they're nailing him for lying to Congress, okay, while they're doing that, they tag on the crimes against humanity, treason, yada, 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 okay? And then they get him for that as well, okay? And when, see, at first, they, he, they, they'll, they won't panic. They'll just be like, ah, oh, worst case scenario, they're going to get you for five years. Don't worry about it, man. We'll put you in a real nice cell. You'll have guards. At you. It'll basically be like a resort. And then... Once we have him, okay, we tell him, hey, guess what? We knew that they thought that, and that's why we did it this way. Because really, right now, you're going to Guantanamo Bay. <laughs> Buckle up, buttercup. <laughs> it's not going to be like Harold and Kumar. 
Yeah, I hope you know what's on the you know what's on the lunch menu today when we get there. Cock meat sandwich. <laughs> what's that? Oh, you'll see. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you're gonna find out, Fauci. Don't worry. You're a real pretty. You're a real pretty little son of a bitch. We'll see how long you stay that way in Guantanamo. Make that motherfucker shit his pants, dude. These people are people who ain't never really faced real problems in life. I'm, I'm sure there's people in Guantanamo Bay, you know, they want some reparations from the white man. Okay, so he goes to Guantanamo Bay. The left starts panicking, and they start to freak out because now they realize, oh, shit. This isn't a play for five years. This is a big play. This is this is a power play. We're going for combo, right? And so now they figure out we're going to tag on these extra fucking charges on top of it. Now that we got him, and we're going to keep him, and he ain't going to be in no nice ass fucking Hampton Sweet prison cell. His ass going to be in the worst one. We gonna we gonna deliberately build the worst one that we can. We're gonna fasten it right over the fucking pits of hell with a little air vent in it, and that's gonna be Fauci's cage. Prison for you, just with unpaid Mexican help that crossed over the border with coronavirus. Perfect. Perfect. And then we'll tell him, hey, do you want a glass of ice water? It looks hot in there. Who helped you do this? The only and thing you know, have is- <laughs> at at some point he's gonna get thirsty, right? I mean, if you're standing over the flames of hell constantly, you're gonna get thirsty. You know, some of us are a little bit more determined than others because um, some of us have had rough lives. We know how we've stood over the flames of of hell our entire lives. We don't know a heat that is less. And so when somebody offers us ice water, we can look at them and go, I drink demon's blood. Are you joking me? Please keep your water. But people like Fauci, they're, they're like somebody that's been walking through the desert for 15 years. They start glassing the, 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 the glass. Uh, uh, uh. Who worked with you? Tell me. <laughs> they cough up dust, you know. <laughs> You stick your fingers in the glass, you know, and you flick flick the, the water down so they get a little bit, a little drop. Like, who's, who, come on, who's working with you? You know, ooh, this ice water. Refreshing to the very soul. I ain't even been over that pit all day, and man, it's, it's nice. And so Fauci's going to roll over eventually. It's going to happen. And then the first one that he rolls over on, we just go arrest him. Right then, on whatever we can get them for, we get them for the little thing, and then we prove the big thing. And we just repeat, and and, and I think what we'll see start happening, to be honest with you, Senator, and, and tell me if you see this or if you think I'm just being a crazy person, but I think after we arrest two or three politicians on a little thing, and then we slowly start proving the big thing to slap them with, we'll see politicians start fleeing to the countries that they were... Um, representing in our government. I really do think that. 
I think that they'll flee where they will feel the safest, which will be to the people that they were getting paid to corrupt our system from within by. Does that make sense what I'm saying or am I rambling? No, it makes sense. And so then I think that right there, when that takes place, I think that will will tell us, okay, so this country and this country has been working against us for years, potentially, paying our politicians from within to corrupt our system and cause civil unrest and, and hurt America from within itself. And I think when that happens, we'll know where the real enemies of America lie and where the real friends of where the real allies of America lies, as that make it as as it were. Because, as we all know, when a friend's down, you don't kick them, right? You, you don't look down and go, oh, perfect, and then kick them in the face. You say, oh, shit, man, sorry, you tripped, and you, you pick them up. But if an enemy falls down and they're weak beside you in that moment of weakness, what do you do, Sinner? Take him in the fucking ribs. That's right. You're like, ah, oh, perfect. <laughs> My moment is now. <laughs> I be a Thundercats. Oh! And then you bring the wrath of the foot right to the ribs, right to the face. Pow! Take this. And they are wanting they are wanting all of us to fight them and bicker amongst ourselves. So if we if we started arresting people in the sense of politicians and we started trying them for the little things that we can get them for and then started tagging on the big things and proving it why we're getting them for the little things. I feel like their immediate instinct is going to be to use the left wing political media propaganda machine to pump as much chaos into their army of the indoctrinated as it were. So that, they, so that they will march out into the streets just like they did during the, the trial. And then they can cause a whole bunch of civil unrest. So that just like they did with the trial, they can get the outcome that they, they desired. Does that make sense what I'm getting at? Am I saying this to where it's, to where it's kind of uh, making sense? Hey, welcome to the Campfire Man Cave. Good to see you, brother. Because chaos is what they use to do their their dirty deeds behind the scenes, right? It's just like you said the other day, Senator, earlier this week. You said, oh, well, it looks like they're talking about federally legalizing marijuana. So I guess they're getting ready to do something real fucking dirty. Yeah, that's... It's some kind of setup. It's some kind of setup. Hey, welcome to Campfire, Doss. Always happy to see you. Hey, welcome to Campfire there, Blue Puds. You know, here's the thing is it's it's we see both sides setting up, okay? Like it's like um the end of a chess game that has taken generations. Okay. Each move little insignificant at the beginning but 
serves a purpose at the end. Okay, it's it's the end game, right? It's kind of like when we all watched that first Avengers movie, and then we slowly figured out over the movies that, oh, it's Thanos coming. Thanos is the opposing force. Oh, he wants the Infinity Gems. This is going to be nasty. And every little move all the way up till end game serves a purpose. No matter how insignificant that move may seem, it serves a purpose, right? And people that are looking in, at the end game, they see the purpose. And people that, that aren't looking at the end game don't see the purpose. Just like yesterday when we were talking about Rand Paul getting real fucking specific with his questions at the beginning of all this with Fauci. And you pointed it out. You said, Dark Bear, he's setting him up. That's why he's demanding these answers, and he's being real fucking specific. That way, if it comes out, he lied, he can nail his ass to the fucking wall. And I said, brilliant. You're Sherlock Holmes. Here's your pipe. Produce some bubbles, Sinner. Because Sinner's not allowed to eat thunderclouds right now. Because, you know, thanks. So you get bubbles, Sinner. Use your bubble pipe. Ah, victory for a brilliant mind. <laughs> so, now we see the end game. Now, Rand Paul straight up called Fauci out and said, you know, it's a, you, you know it's a crime to lie to Congress? Good. Glad you're aware. Don't be going anywhere. Don't, don't expect to leave the state anytime soon. There, uh, there might be things happening. We might be, uh, we might be uh, coming to see you here real soon. Like, I, I, dude, we all see it, man. There are things happening that it's kind of like Trump dropping real vague into window things when he's speaking at certain places. Like, don't worry, don't worry. The country's not as big. Look, Joe Biden, we see what he's done. We're proving the election. We know what happened at the elections. We all know. He's not saying it, but he's letting you he read between the lines kind of a thing. You know what I'm saying? I really feel that's the situation. It's kind of like when he said at that one rally, he said, don't worry, America. The Repub we're going to be taking the White House back a lot. We're going to be taking it back soon. A lot sooner than anyone would would even think, okay? And I think that was him trying to soothe America's nerves so that we don't all just run out in the fucking streets like, <sighs> you know what I'm saying? Hey, welcome to Campfire Researcher. Good to see you, sir. I think we're seeing it all starting to come to a head. Like, for years and years and years, there's a reason that our parents and our grandparents and their parents told us don't rely on the government for shit. They're all a bunch of shady bastards. They don't work for you. They work for themselves. You remember that talk from like the older generations? Politics, you're a crook. That's right. That's right. The older generations are the ones that told us don't trust politicians. All they fucking do is lie. And you know why they tell us that? Because they have experience with it. <laughs> you know the one thing that Republicans and Democrats have in common with each other that they can agree on? That representatives lie. Yeah. 
isn't that odd that that's the one political thing they can agree on? So, they will plunge our country. This is their willingness to stay in power and to keep harming the country. Is Their immediate reaction would be to stir the beast using their propaganda indoctrination machines to cause the country to erupt so that they could stay. That's how willing they are to stay in power. Is they're willing to sacrifice human life and suffering if it means they get to keep causing human sacrifice and suffering. Now, that right there makes a lot of people uneasy, Sinner. But here's the deal. When you root out evil, you always suffer because you're fighting evil. Evil is going to try to harm you. Even if you don't fight it, it's going to try to harm you. That's how it works. But it's going to be a lot less aggressive if you just give it its way. And that's what we've been doing. We've just been giving it its way. We've been giving it its way. We're going we're gonna to have to get uncomfortable. It's kind of like you and me, Sinner. I hate to sweat, and I know you hate to sweat, too. That's why, you, that's why you bitch at me all the time when I make the campfire real big. You're like, God damn it, Dark Bear. It's too hot. I'm, I'm like, get some fur. You're like, it doesn't look good on me. I'm like, okay. But my point is, is if we're going to get rid of the corruption, it's going to be uncomfortable we're gonna have to be uncomfortable for a while are things gonna be a hundred percent a-okay when we start rooting out corruption nope shit's gonna get ugly real fucking fast real fucking fast I mean you think that's a fair statement center like do you think the moment we arrest one, do you think that they're going to be like, sound the alarm? I mean, I mean, yeah, they did it with fucking with uh, Epstein, too. Look how fast they, they killed him. They caught him. Yep. I think that the, you know what I you know what I honestly think they should do. They should arrest these motherfuckers and then take them to military installations. Where they know how to get shit done. There is accountability. There is a chain of command. People lose careers and go to prison for not doing their jobs. That goes back to taking take take them to Guantanamo Bay. Like, hey, oh man, could you imagine arresting Nancy Pelosi and telling her? When she's like, where do you think you're taking me? And the arresting agent looks at her and smiles real big ear to ear and goes, Guantanamo Bay. With the most serious face that he can. Could you imagine her reaction to that? Like picture it. In your mind. It's hard to fathom. I think that she'd be like, nope, you're not taking me to Guantanamo Bay. All the way up until she was in Guantanamo Bay, and then I think it would be a lot of tears and a lot of you don't understands. I was doing it for the good of the American people. For the children. I hate when she says that every for the children. I'm doing it for the children. Yeah. 
You're doing it so you can fuck the children of tomorrow up. You have made that very clear. You don't want. They don't want. Uh, they don't want a generation of critical thinkers. Critical thinkers question things, right? Like, like that. That's what, that's what critical thinking requires: is questioning. I mean, it's it's one of its main parameters is questioning things, even things that you think you may know. Critical thinking uh, requires you to question something in order to in order to make sure that it's true. That's the whole process of critical thinking, is you question it to make sure that it's true. You exhaust all the other facts of what it cannot be, and then what you're left with is what it must be, right? That's how critical thinking works, is you eliminate all the other, all the other things that it, it might be, and then what you're left with is what it is. Oh, I got you here. Quack, quack, quack. Hey, hey, hey. hey. So, Welcome. real quick, I'm actually close to a drop-off. I agree with everything that you're saying uh, and everything you stand for and everybody else that's in this room. Uh, I think looking on the other side of the coin, though, we probably should consider this as well, which is going to be reality. Mm -hmm. if, if our country cannot enforce and uh, the laws that we already have, whether it be from immigration, whether it be from looting and rioting, whether it be gun control. If we can't enforce the shit that we already have right now, and everybody's like, oh, we need more regulations on this, 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 blah, 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 blah whatever. Go fuck yourselves. W what makes us think, or we need to prepare ourselves that it's not going to happen as far as a politician being arrested? Like, let's think, when was the last time a politician uh, got arrested and made big news? So it's all a smoke and mirrors game and big right. talk and it's big political. Yes, it would be great if Fauci would be arrested and, you know, all these other people and would go straight to Guantanamo Bay. Hang them for all I give. I don't give a shit. He said, hang what happens to them. I don't give a fuck. Shoot them, burn them, whatever. But we, our country... It, for the past 10, 15 years, especially in the last five years, is not enforcing the laws we already have. If That's we right. simply enforce the laws we have, it would be fine. Instead of picking and choosing and this That's and that, right. you know, just like, you know, these bitch ass people talking about, oh, my God, gun control. It needs to stop. Oh, why? Or, oh, my gosh, these illegal uh, people and look i i have no problem my family was italian they came over straight off the boat and 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 settled in new york city and opened up a shoe store and they did it the right way right i have no problem mm -hmm. with anybody coming to the united states but there is a process there's paperwork to be filed there's time that has to be waited and there's a reason that that, that exists for, yeah do you think anybody in these big businesses and banks do they have safes for a reason you know yeah. Getting into off topic a little bit, but our borders, if we don't enforce the laws that we already have, and there's laws for gun control and all that shit, you hear about all these people getting shot and killed. Well, guess what? Five years ago or three months ago or and even a week ago, uh, the, these fuckers that do all this shit, there was warning signs. 
They were mm-hmm. on the FBI watch list. You know, they had been posting shit about, you know, their craziness and what they want to do. But nobody says anything. Nobody That's does it. anything. So what's the no point? Accountability. No, no accountability. No accountability. Chris. And everything you're it's saying is theater. great. It is. So I think everybody needs to have a realization and an understanding that there's a very high likelihood that all of this is not going to happen. Mm-hmm. But what, with that said, what can we do? What, what is the That's, fix? You know what? You know what lights a fire under somebody's ass the fastest I've found in, in my in my experiences, Chris. You expose them for exactly what they are. Like perfect example. Okay, let's hypothetically say that me and Center hang out with the same person, and I disagree with that person. Okay, I'm not going to tell Center. Hey, you can't hang out with that person. What I'm going to tell Center is, hey, Center, I'm not going to be around when that guy's around. Okay. Now, that's some people, some people think that that's shitty, right? Some people think that's shitty. But the way that I look at it is, is I don't want to bicker with Center's friend because that may cause static between me and him. Right. Right. And, 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 at the same time, I have respect for Sinner, so I don't want to bicker with his friend and then his friend come back to him and be like, hey, man, why didn't you stick up for me against this, right? right. Or, or, or there's always that, that particular circumstance where maybe this person that Sinner might know, this is all hypothetical, but because right. Right. I, I love all of Sinner's friends, but uh, he's over there laughing because we share our friend group is like intermitted so deeply, but um, yeah, uh, yeah. Hypothetically speaking, there's always that third option where that person is a toxic person for center and he's too close to the, to the scenario to, to understand that that person is toxic for him. And so I put pressure on center by saying, Hey, I don't want to be around this person. So you just hit me up when you're not around them. That applies yeah. pressure to center to say, who do I want to spend time with? Is so this like, person so, more healthy yeah. for me or is the other person more healthy for me? Yeah. So like you said, it's the, the best way to get to that is expose them. Understanding. I mean, damn, if we couldn't enforce laws before when we had somewhat of a staffing of police, and I'm going to be straight honest. I, I don't care if somebody wants to disagree with me or not, but that's to them. I love my police. I love my military. And me I will too. back them up 1,000% every single time. But now that we have a limited amount of staffing because of all this defund bullshit, um, how are we going to enforce that? You know, and kind of going back to, I guess, gun things, because that's a big thing for me. I'm a Second Amendment guy. I have guns me too. galore in my house. And uh, it's, you know, it's the it's these assholes that want to talk about uh, gun control and this and that. But low key, they got their own guns and are, are doing some crazy ass shit on the side like. You know, so yeah, you're right. They need to be exposed. It's, these politicians and all these other people—they yeah. talk about wanting to make a change and let's do this and that. But let's get down to the brass tacks of it. And you, the brass—that's it. Right it. On, Trim right all the, the bullshit away. Expose their ass and let people make their minds up for them. Don't, don't these poli- these politicians or me, me and me and Senator talk about this all the time, Duck. These politicians—you can always tell the ones that are trying to be genuine with you, and the ones that are lying to you, because the genuine ones will break it down to real basic yeah. bullshit. Yep. They say and this I've is said, the time. function. Just time, time. That's it. Time and, and the consistency. Ones, 
The ones that are trying to manipulate you or the ones that always want to play word games. They always or well, play both sides. Yeah, yeah word you know, games. Yeah, I fucking hate that. I hate that I, shit. I, I don't put up games. with it. I I tell people point blank when we discuss here at the campfire, I won't tolerate word games. And I'll yep. just cut. Yep. I'll just cut right down to your point every time. Every time that you pl- try to play a word game with me, I'll just cut it right down it, to the point. Exactly like uh, I had to do in, in a show the other day. I had to get up and defend a host because it was uh, going out of control. I'm not naming names, but. You know, yeah, I didn't yeah, like yeah. the way how it was going down. And sometimes you got to call people out on their bullshit, you know. And then when they try to play a word game with you, it's like, no, 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 that shit ain't going to work with me. I know all about mm-hmm. that. You, you know, this is this They're is exposed. how I do it. When somebody tries to play, coward. when somebody tries to play a word game with me, dude, I just crank the the intensity of the light up. I'm like, yeah. oh, I just make the shadows evade them. That's what that's one of the pro- privileges of being a shadow master like myself is i can just call the shadows away from them like oh are you hiding in the dark you know what darkness is the absence of light hey darkness come back over here to me ah (laughs) there we go there you are i see you perfectly now so does everyone else prick (laughs) report status (laughs) and i'll be unavailable for about three minutes so i won't be able to listen but i got everything on i'll be right back all righty, brother. Thank you. Thanks for letting me call in, man. I appreciate hey, it. Hey, no problem. It's I was ranting. Pl- Sorry. It was always a pl- We all get passionate. It's always a pleasure. And, you know, me and Center, we talk about gun stuff a lot, too, because right now, um, gun, you know, gun control is something that is a big hot topic, like you said. And me and Center, uh, we have pretty strong opinions about it. You know, like all gun control does is stop a good person from getting a gun to defend themselves because you you know how often a criminal obtains uh, an illegal weapon illegally 100% of the time because they're doing it illegally illegally (laughs) yeah Yeah, you know and there's all those checks and balances where it could have been prevented but nobody does it nobody's if you see something you nobody says anything they're too scared because they don't want to get involved they don't want to fuck that this or that blah 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 I, on, I love fear. I eat off of it. You know why? You know what fear is? Fear is just the motivation to develop courage. That's <laughs> all. I'll it be is. right back. Without, yeah, yeah. I mean, think about it. Without fear, courage can't exist. Because when are people courageous? During scary times. What makes somebody? What makes somebody have courage? Fear. They overcome it. It's not the lack of fear. It's the overcoming of that fear. Holy shit. One other thing, real real, real quick. Sorry. One other thing, real quick. It's probably an echo. There's a big difference between gun control and gun violence. I'm just saying. Yeah, that's true. Well, you know, Sinner, you want to talk about some gun stuff, Sinner, today? You feeling some gun stuff? It's It's been a topic on the news here lately. I'm surprised there hasn't been any new big gun build or anything actually started to get pushed through or anything, or at least any that have hit the public. Well, look at how big that backlash was when they were like, "Oh, we're 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 talking about going door to door to do a gun a gun confiscation buyback." People were like, "Oh, really? Gun sales through the roof." That was a warning to them. That directly violates my Second Amendment right. 
They don't give a shit about your Second Amendment right, dude. Joe, Joe Biden point blank said, you, say, you think your Second Amendment right means anything? I got nuclear clear bombs. And F-15s, come at me, bro. He basically, if he was strong enough, he would have ripped his buttons off his shirt and showed us his chest hairs that he twists up in the sunlight. Yeah, pretty much. Dirty, rotten bastard. I got nuke and clear bombs. I, and he point blank, that was a point blank threat toward America saying, We'd, we don't give a shit about your Second Amendment right. It means nothing to us. That's how I took that. And here's the thing. is like we said, criminals get guns almost always illegally. Because if they obtain it the legal way, then if they do something illegal with a the gun, then it can be traced back to them. So they, they yeah. normally obtain a weapon illegally so that, ah, they can avoid that process. Yeah. There's already checks and balances for that. That whole red tape you know let's just confiscate your guns because we want to or the judge can give a order you know there's no need for any mm -hmm. of that stuff because they're doing that on the premise of things that have already gone through a process right it's yeah. just a way to come in and try to take stuff because they want to because they want there's to a because... process if they don't like the rules change them all right because i can in virginia go and sell a gun and take cash for it and not ask you a single question or id or anything that's not my fucking fault right how is that my fault well if not that's just what that, the government does not, then that says what it is you're not a you're not a gun you're not a gun salesman by trade you're you're just a private individual now if you were a gun salesman by trade you would have to do a back oh, of course that's in yeah all and i agree states. with that I, and I'm I do being too. a gun I guy. Too. I agree that there are some shitty stuff that sh that is not being done, and I'm not trying to infringe on anybody's yeah. rights or beliefs. But I do believe there should be uh, some closing of some loopholes. I think that there are some loopholes, but I also think that we need to actually enforce the gun laws that we already have on the books. Yes. Yes. And and you want to know something weird that'll happen if we start to enforce the laws that are already on the books? People will start to obey them. Exactly, because nobody has a fear <laughs> anymore. Just it's this weird effect. It, those, those people walking out of the store, they stole a whole bunch of clothes, just walked out casually because nobody's going to do anything well, to them. Check this out, Sinner. Tell him the story that you that you seen there in Ca there in California where you live. Why all those Walgreens and shit are closing up shop. No, it's not just Walgreens now. Now it's like it's Walgreens, Targets, a lot of different major chain stores out here are closing up. How I, think, I think it's statewide. I don't think it's restricted by city. I think it's statewide that the limit to get arrested for like petty theft has been upgraded. So now instead of you know the little bit it was like under a hundred dollars or whatever, now it's like nine hundred dollars. Jesus. So the two hundred. The two hundred that it was for petty theft and the thousand it was for a felony. Wow. Like, didn't you know crime's going down? Yeah, because they're not arresting anybody because petty theft just went up to nine hundred dollars, which means you can steal a lot of shit before you hit that nine hundred dollar limit. So they just blatantly walk up, take shit, walk away because they know they're not going to get arrested by the cops. By the cops. Yep. And the next topic is going to be, well, why are all these businesses shutting down and leaving? Oh my god, I wonder why. Sinner has sent me video of people walking into different stores where he lives at with trash bags, yo. 
Wow. And it was wonderful. Like a dude rolled into a Walgreens, like on his bicycle with a garbage bag, just walked through, shoves a bunch of shit in the bag, and rolls out. <laughs> wow. The security guard is like, he tries to grab for him, but he like he just half-assed uh, does it because he knows even if he catches that, him, the cops aren't going to do shit. That's seventeen dollar an hour security guard. Don't give a shit about yeah, somebody. That's his life. Fuck. You know, yeah, come on. He don't give a fuck. I mean, I still fuck somebody just for like, like if you're going into a store and robbing them with a garbage bag, you're an indecent motherfucker, and you don't deserve yeah. to be near me. I will you're a scumbag. Like, like you're a scumbag. Like, let's just yeah. be honest. If you're going into a store with a with a fucking with with a fucking trash bag, yo, and you're like, oh, don't worry, I'm just here to get the essentials, and you're stealing a whole bunch of shit. Yeah, you're a scumbag. Like, like it'd be different if it was like. It'd be different if it was like an Aladdin situation where he goes in and steals a thousand dollars worth of bread and then he goes and finds street rats and passes it amongst them, you know, and like he's got a little Abu that he's like, here, Abu, let's me and you split a piece of, but that's not the situation. They're going in they're like, oh yeah, I need a bunch of Axe body spray. Do you, do you know the really nice TV you could get under $900? You know the really nice TVs you can get uh, under $900? And you know what? Oh, my God. The other thing, too, is there's not enough space in these jails and prisons for these people. No. There's just not. And that's why a lot of it's been privatized. And, you know, well, it's uh, – it's, I say or, build more jails, build more prisons – Get more staffing in the courts. Get more judges. Get more lawyers and public defenders because it's just it's it's bullshit. Here's what I really think. Okay, our our system is as far as you know um, rehabilitation is broken. Okay, at this point, our prison systems, dude, they're not rehabilitation systems. Not they're at basically all. they're basically college classes for criminals. Like, oh, do you yeah. want to be a real good criminal? Go to yeah. Go to prison. It's college, but for for, for criminals, okay. they're training people for heavy equipment operators right now. That's the new trend right now in prisons. I'll have to send you the article. It's a new thing. They're training yeah, them all to get heavy equipment operators uh, right now. I think I think that prisons should be um, a prison, a prison, and not just that. But I think that prisons should. Give you the, the opportunity to rehabilitate, okay? Don't get me wrong. But sure. I think that we should be a lot more selective with the people that we put in what prisons. Because I don't think that somebody that's out there in the world that sold a little bit of weed somewhere it was illegal should be in the same jail cell as somebody who killed three men. Exactly. Or somebody, you know, that didn't pay their damn child support, right? Are these motherfuckers? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Like we got, they need to be segregated or just fucking kill them. Don't even jail them. There's I, certain, I, I there's, there's certain, like, like you just said, Senator, there should be certain crimes that there's no redemption for. You don't get an opportunity to repeat offense. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, mean, I mean, like with gang things, I'd seen it was a documentary on MS-13 a long time ago. A lot of the leadership of MS-13 is actually behind bars. Mm -hmm. But... Then they send these people, these innocent, dumb, gullible motherfuckers to prison, 
and these guys get to them, and they know these guys are going to get to them, they indoctrinate them and train them into the ways of their gang, and then when they exactly. get released, yeah. a new gang member just hit the street. And they yep. might have gone in for something stupid, like you said, like, oh, they got caught with an ounce of weed. Well, they feel fucked by the system. Well, now they're going to yeah. become a little gang member because they think the system's out to fuck them. Yeah. And, and when you think about it, because of the way our system works, okay, so you go in for, for having some weed, right? You go in, that goes on your quote-unquote permanent record, okay? And then when you go and apply for a job, the job looks at it and goes, oh, you're a drug addict, pass. Okay. Now I think that's I think that's fucked up, man. Because yep. what if what if you what if what if you did what if the system did what it was supposed to do and you rehabilitated yourself? Okay, you realize the error of your ways. Well, now you can't better yourself in any way that's you know relatively easy because you've you have that demerit on your your status. But some people out there say, well, you deserve that. Okay. Well, which is it? Can people be redeemed or do they deserve it? That's kind of what right. you have to ask yourself at the end of the day is can now some people some people will claim that, oh, I've I've been rehabilitated and they have it. And they they're yeah, just they have it. And and they're just doing it because that's what gives them the ability to not be social outcasts is to because if somebody comes up to you and they say and they say, Hey, Hey, let's hear from our buddy Eric here. He's he's getting ready to have to leave, and I love hearing about our friends. Oh, yeah. well, come coming up on Podbean Live, you know, this Thursday. Be on the lookout. Should um, Mike Tampa and Cummings's Culture and any other good friends here on Podbean do impromptu shows? And the slightly serious show will be live tonight at nine thirty p.m. Eastern time. Um, and then tomorrow on Podbean, you've got the Ralph William podcast and. Hopefully the freedom, you know, freedom warrior might surprise us with a show and the old man's podcast tomorrow morning at 10 a.m. Eastern. Um, <clears throat> and also be on lookout for John DeVito as well. Should he do a show in doc G and, and the Frankie D show around three or 4 p.m. Eastern time tomorrow. And, um, and this swap doesn't lie with Felix around 7 p.m. Eastern. And then around seven thirty eight 8 p.m. Eastern be on lookout for Chris unplugged to fire up the club 19 music show. Um, with the main show at 9 p.m. and um, and a post show to to follow. Um, but since the old man is 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 taking tomorrow night off, um, his music show will return next week. And also be on lookout this weekend for Crazy Kane's Crazy Crosstalk Asylum, as well as the Turfy Show, the Doomsday Podcast, Crazy Town, and also be on lookout for Lady Me and Laura and Pink Squirrel and and a few other friends and the Beans and Weenie Show tonight, Sunday and Tuesday and and also Chuck and Billy's not your cup of tea and, um, and the, um, and a few other great comedy shows and music shows like Linga Bonga and tears and, and ho hopefully, um, Dennis Lee and Donald Wayne bring trice talk and tall tales of the rabbit hole back to the Podbean live platform. And also be sure to check out the gray areas podcast. If you ha haven't already, um, and also be on lookout for, um, you know, you know, for, for plenty of other friends, um, like milk dog and, you know, and Mr. A and, oh, yeah. and, and the other friends and, and the only crazy lady as well. Um, make it a good Thursday, everybody. Talk to you for again sure. soon. Hey, we love you, Eric. Thanks for telling us all about our friends here at the campfire, sir. You know, uh, yeah. he gets better and better at it every time, doesn't he? 
Mm. He's so, a genius. You know, I always think of Eric, of somebody that's new to Podbean, you come in and you talk to Eric for five minutes, tell him kind of a little bit about yourself. And Eric could probably say, well, here's a handful of people you can check out that you might like. Pod, you know, Podbean should, should pay Eric because Eric is yeah, like the greeter of Podbean, man. Like when yeah. you come to Podbean, it is like within matters of minutes that, that Eric's like, hi, welcome to Podbean. Glad to meet you. You know, these are the shows that are around, you know, and I mean, they should pay him for real. Like that's no shit. Podbean should be paying Eric. <laughs> that's true. Hey, welcome to campfire there, Ralph. Snuck in. I almost didn't see it. Cozy up next to the bear. We're talking about all kinds of stuff right now. So, I think that the idea of gun control is one of those things that looks like a good idea from the outside, but when you sit down and you really look at it, it's just um, a tyrannical power grab for guns. Yeah. Because, you know, um, a while back ago, when we were very, very new to this platform, and we... and. Uh, we had talked about a bill, HR, I think it's HR 127, if I'm remembering right. I could be wrong, but basically it's this big, huge gun bill that makes it an enormous, you remember this, Center? Enormous pain in the ass to own a gun. And, you, and no matter what kind of firearm it is, you have to register it. And you have to prove that you have a safe to keep it in and tell them where your safe is that you keep it in. Yeah. And then your family has to go in for psychological evaluations on top of yourself. And on top of that, if anyone in your family says that, that you have you know mental unstability moments at some time, like all humans eventually sure, do uh, yeah, that yeah. they can come yeah. in and they can deny you the right to own a gun and now that I've looked up California's gun laws I realize like it's basically just Cali's gun laws cranked up with like some extra bullshit added in and then just spread across the entire country because just trying to get a concealed carry or something for out here in Cali is the most stupid yeah. hassle you would not like, I don't even want to fucking do it because one of the pieces of it is a subjective, like, the co you have to go to the cops to get a concealed carry, and they have to determine that you are a good person with good intentions. Yeah, I bet that's well, hard I, to do. Automatically, because I would kick somebody in the face if they crossed me, so I'm automatically yeah. disqualified. Because you'll stand uh, up for yourself. Why, why is it that California is always the guinea pig for the rest of the goddamn country? Why? I don't understand that. Anything that ever happens... Whether it's testing for this or a law for this, let's test it out over here. Why does California get to be the almighty, you know, say in everything that, that happens? I can answer that question. Please, because I've always it's, wondered. It's the collar welder around this state. It's the exact same reason that New York is the same way, and it's because which two places do you hear about if you're from overseas? Yeah, that's true. Cal California or New York. I guess that makes sense. And so what happens when something happens in America? It reverberates around the world. We set the step, right? We set the pace. That's the idea for a long time is that America will set the pace. And so when the world becomes at unrest, where do other countries look for answers normally? What have they what has the world been trained to do in that moment? 
but California and New York is not the United States. It's That's not. It's not. Of. That's right. You're right. But you're a critical thinker. Okay. You don't watch CNN and think, oh, this is the gospel. But where do CNN and all these left-leaning organizations point to where they say good things are, which is, in their mind, New York and California, and where do they point saying bad things are? Florida, Texas? Yeah. Huh? Yeah. This is how you don't want to be. This is the Wild West. Exactly. I've never heard until I moved out here. I've never heard of any place that is subjectively put fucking like they have to be a good fucking person to get exactly. Like technically, right now, if the cops stopped by my house, I would be in like I'd probably be in jail because I know for a fact that my wife's gun isn't loaded. The clip is loaded, but the clip's not in the gun. But mine is loaded. It didn't pull for locking the gun safe. But because I have an old style, like, I have a legitimate Western fucking cowboy revolver that you have to pop the hatch on and insert each shell yeah. one by one. So my revolver is yeah. loaded in my safe in its holster. Technically, by the California laws, it doesn't say anything about age. If I dug deep enough, I could probably find something. Technically, that's illegal. You know what that means, don't you, Center? That if you ever have to smoke that thing as it were right before you do oh crazy crazy all my me? shit is always loaded and i always have something on me always well, i'm naked the i feel naked if i'm not out <laughs> and i don't have my piss one of my pistols on me and my wife hey, is the same way there's always listen, one on her person listen there's plenty more around the house I seen you flying around these woods, Duck, okay, and I got a peek at your undercarriage when you weren't wearing no clothes one day. I saw that strap right up next to your crack. Don't play games. <laughs> it's always strapped. Fat boys stay strapped. Come on now. <laughs> I can't run. <laughs> but you know, it's kinda like it's kinda like uh the, the it's kinda like Ralph Williams says right here. Uh, law-abiding people with guns don't commit crimes because they're law-abiding citizens. They use their guns to defend themselves, their loved ones, or their property. And, you know, I think that the argument of you think that your things are more valuable than someone else's life, well, if they were to try to come take the things or destroy the things that I have worked my entire life a hard path in order to accumulate these things if they were to come and try to destroy them yes yeah exactly yeah you know and, and i'll give a perfect example and one thing i wish everybody that's against guns or against cops here i put a challenge out to everybody on podbean or anybody that you talk to from here on out or if you feel this way challenge them to go to a local gun range that has a digital shoot screen where they put you in scenarios of a police officer and you shoot or you don't shoot at a laser on the screen in certain situations, I guarantee all of us will fail. All of us. Every single one of us will fail. Unless you've had some kind of special training or military or police background, they will all fail. And you right there, are, they're just going against. They don't know. They don't understand. You know. Now, somebody breaking into my house and they don't have a machete in their hand or they don't have a bat, 
uh, and they got nothing and they're not coming towards me and they want to take my TV and I have a gun on me, take my fucking TV and get the fuck out. That's it. I'm not going to shoot a motherfucker just because he's in my house, you know, and that's just me. That's just me, you know, but uh, I'm just saying. I've had to pull my gun on one person because they wanted to bring it to my house in South Dakota and they, they got about as far as my front lawn before they were and they have castle doctrine and stand your ground and if you step yeah. on my fucking yard yeah. oh well mm-hmm. oh, i think you're threatening me <laughs> yep. yep yeah i, I feel you and i tell you what man that was the heart the one time it, it was a home invasion uh, the guy didn't have anything on him but you know i woke up in the middle of the night and he was fumbling around in the living room and i came out there and i had my gun pointed right at his face and you know he left but I didn't know at that point if he had anything on him or what he was going to do or charge me or what. I didn't know. But yeah, I tell you what, when that situation was done, uh, I mean, I was I was really upset. I was yeah. uh, I and was you shaking. feel violated. I was shaking. Yeah, it makes it hard to sleep at night because now you can't trust the other humans around you. Exactly. You know, I have the perfect logic. If somebody breaks into my house, I'm automatically going for my gun because it's not just me Death and my house. My wife is here. My kids are here. If they if they happen to go after my kids, well, I'm not gonna like. I know I have that I can easily beat somebody with. But my bathroom, in my front closet, right by my front door. My gun is closer to me when I'm asleep than anything else in the house. You yeah, know, so if somebody comes into my house and they present a threat to either me or my kids, you have options. The law you're getting my 38 at you, and if you don't leave, yep. This is how I look at it. <laughs> if somebody comes in my home, unwelcomed, past dark. If they come into my home, period, unwelcomed, okay? This is the deal. If Let's say back in medieval times. Let's just rewind the clock. Back then, if you came in, if you broke into somebody's home at night, okay, um, there's a 50-50 chance you, uh, you're going to lose a limb or your life. Yeah. yeah. Okay, and nobody's yep. going to question that. The town's going to be like, "Yeah, we we thought it was him breaking into people's houses, scumbag." Sure. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Yeah. Nowadays, we've taken a different aspect. It goes back to that raising criminals up. Okay. Nowadays, somebody breaks into your home, and you try to be a nice guy, and you leg him. You shoot him in the leg. Pow. Yeah. You call the cops. Okay. Then he sues Fuck your that. fucking ass, and Fuck you end up paying him. And doing some prison time. I was just getting ready to say, bring that point up. Now everybody wants us to shoot them in the leg and wound them. That's not the purpose of a damn having a gun. If you point the gun at somebody, you have full intentions of killing their ass. That's that's it. right. You, have you don't full, smoke. I'm it. not there to hurt nobody. I'm not there to be responsible and be sued and all this other and get charges against me. No. I'm there to defend myself or my loved ones or my possessions. Shoot them in the leg. The cops should shoot them in the leg. Give me a fucking break. Man. You, they ain't got time to think about that shit. You know how many cops are getting murdered on simple traffic stops? Out of just random. Come on. I know for a fact a lot of precincts out there because my old lady had some police training. They're, they're taught to shoot you in the chest because there's still the likely chance they might shoot you in the heart and just instantly fucking kill you. Or, you know, any other organ that it provides. Two to the chest, one to the head. 
well, well, you damn well know somebody's not breaking into your house past nightfall to bring you a cupcake. Yeah. Yeah. Like, personally, if somebody breaks into my shit, I'm shooting them in the ground. They're not they're not climbing in through a busted window to be like, "Hey, um, I forgot to give you this $100 for your birthday. Happy birthday." Right? Like, optimal situation, somebody breaks in my house, I'm shooting them directly in the dick. You don't deserve not, to, re- to not, reproduce yeah. anymore cuz now you're a criminal. I, I, I would love to get a report so back from anybody that's not for all that at one of these shoot no shoot scenarios, man. You know, Senator. It's tough. If you you get shot in the groin, there's a lot of major arteries there. I'll blow your dick off. No, I won't. Uh, You know, I'm not aiming for no dick. I'll tell you straight up. I'll tell you straight up. And Senator knows this about me, okay? When I was younger, I wasn't that nice of a guy, allegedly. Yes, right. And and I didn't like guns because guns are loud. It's everybody's business when you use a gun. You feel me? So I'll tell you right now. If somebody breaks into my home, they pray for the gun. Yeah. Because the gun so. is it's going to be and it's going to be a quick ending. If I come at them with my like with with one of my knives, one of my blades, oh buddy, we're going to be talking for a while. Hell yeah. And it's not yeah, going to be yeah. a pleasant one. I'm going to be like shh, yep. shh. I love the shooting range too. Twice a month, me, my wife and my son were at the shooting range. Religiously, it's just fun. I enjoy it. Hey, welcome to Campfire Elgato. Welcome, Gato. But you know, that's the thing responsible gun ownership. That's the whole thing, right there. That's the main key is responsible gun owners. Okay, and a lot of there are some gun owners out there that are irresponsible, but a bigger majority of them. Are responsible gun owners and they know and it's because they know that by being a gun owner they are being watched and they are basically representing gun owners and if they do something stupid that they're not just going to be doing it in their own name they're going to be doing it in the eyes of all gun owners because that's how the left always categorizes it people that are gun owners already know that about the left so they know if they do anything irresponsible with a gun it's going to be all over cnn it's going to be all over the fucking news it's going to be everywhere it's just like those two people that came out with those guns against that you remember this center you love this story because the guy came out with a, a barbecue rub which you thought was barbecue. hilarious yeah. yeah and it it was the guy that his him and his wife came out and defended their homes against that fucking uh, unruly crowd that bent now he's running as senator I'll be honest with you though I didn't like the fact he was pointing at people I didn't see the need for that but do you remember that center what I'm talking about right now the protesters when those two went out there to defend their lawn the protesters yeah, yeah. Out there, they have a really big stone fence around their entire yep. The protesters had like broken, bent, and beaten up like an iron gate to get inside yeah. of yeah. And it That like shows some attention. That gate that they broke through was no fucking welded piece of shit. It was a good fucking gate. Yeah, that's an iron rot gate right there, man. Oh shit, run, run. Here, please. <laughs> like that, that right there, the fact that a group of them broke down a gate like that, yeah, I'm getting my gun. There's two of us, and there's like a crowd of 20 of them. It's gun time. 
that's what the gun's for, right? Is for that exact moment. Like, oh shit, there's a crowd of people here to potentially burn down my home and kill me and my wife. Get the guns, honey. That's ex that's exactly what the guns are for. It's for that moment, right? Yeah, you're on standby. <laughs> and guess what happened? They came in and tried. They came in and took that man's guns and then tried to try him for that, yeah, for yeah. defending himself, his wife, and his property. He took a plea deal, didn't he? I can't remember. I'll have to look. I into think he it. took a plea deal so he, as a misdemeanor, so that he uh, could still run for Senate. Because if, if he had gotten a felony, it was the mayor that wanted to charge him because the mayor is a liberal piece of shit. But the yeah. actual governor is a Republican, and he had said that if she brings them up on charges, he will pardon them instantly. And it's exactly he dismiss it. Yeah. He took a plea deal of something very low. Very Governor low. DeSantis did that too. Because if you remember a while back, there was two people down in Florida that kept their gym open through the Kofufu. And um, uh, no, it was, at, it was after they had raised all the restrictions uh, statewide. And this, they lived in a county that was like, we don't care what the gov, we don't care, we don't care, we're going to keep the restrictions. And um, basically, <laughs> these people are like, well, we don't give a shit what you think because Governor DeSantis overrules you, so um, we're not going to require our, our, our patrons to um, wear a mask. Kind of like and, what you got her done. And they tried. They tried to bring these these uh, business owners up on charges in the county. And when they tried to, Governor DeSantis stepped in and said, "Not pardon." Instantly, like as soon as they brought him up, they said, "Not pardon." Yeah. Wow. Money and, and that's, money and status. And, and that's what we need. Is we need leaders that are doing what we what we as the people of America want. If, if we want to stop gun violence, it's real simple. Apply the laws that already exist. Yeah. When, when somebody is a violent criminal, don't, don't catch and release. Catch and prosecute if they're a violent criminal. Because... I mean, honestly, like I know my, my family's had various dealings with the law and things. My brother is a... My brother and my mom and me and my dad are very well known to the cops in our hometown. I, I know most of the time the law operates on like the three strike system. You know, your third strike is pretty much they're just going to be hard on you and you're just going to stay in fucking prison. Because they're the second yeah. thing. But it's like for certain types of offenses, I think it should be more than that. Like if it's you know you broke into people's houses and you're being a violent little cocksucker with no chance of reform, you get like two. You yeah, like strike, how? Yeah, like you do it again. Now you just never get to leave again. Permanent hotel yeah. stay. The, those yeah, like strike how laws many are typically geared towards felon, violent felonies, though. Typically. Yeah. Well, well, it's like my my brother's never been like. How would I put it? He's been a drug dealer his entire fucking life. Yeah. And he has his third strike because of that. And the charges that he's on now is just drug shit. But that's the worst thing he's ever done. Is ooh, he deals weed. Oh fucking no! But he's in there with people that kill. Fucking murdered somebody. 
when yeah. all the babies here, go to, go That's smoke this and get fucking high and stare at the wall like a Picasso. Yeah. Exactly, but he's in there with people that kill, and see that's part of the reforming that doesn't make sense because you do, you want them to get better, not worse. Why why would you why would you send a little criminal somewhere and make them into a bigger problem? It it just doesn't make any fucking sense. And do things that he probably would never do outside of jail. He has to, to adapt just to survive, and it changes you. You know, it's not follow their basics. When you get exposed to certain things in life, it changes you, okay? It's kind of like this, okay? You remember the first... Before you ever saw your first pair of tits, you couldn't have cared less about them, right? <laughs> right? Am I right? Like, before you right, saw your right. first pair, you're like, I don't give a shit about tits. Who cares? I like dinosaurs. Godzilla is way more entertaining than a strip club. Right? But then... But then... But then... Somewhere along the line, you saw them. Oh, and then you saw a whole bunch of dirty shit immediately after that because you got curious. And it changed you forever. You can't unsee it. You see my point here? And so that's why they're pumping all this shit through these propaganda media news outlets because once you see it, once you're exposed to it, you can't be unexposed to it. Yeah. That's why it's yeah. in football. That's why it's in Disney. That's why it's on Nickelodeon. That's why when you go into the gas station to get a, a soda pop, on the side of the soda pop, there's something that pisses you off. <laughs> Yeah, it's just, it's just made by Coca-Cola. <laughs> it's because once you're exposed to something, you can't unexpose yourself. You can just deny yourself of it. But as any good addict knows, the hunger still exists. You just fight against it. Yeah. yeah. And that's the problem is is we're so willing to expose ourselves to, to these terrible fucking things look at television perfect example expose ourselves to terrible morals expose ourselves to just lustful sinful things violence of uncontrolled unmeasurable proportions and you say we've advanced since gladiator times please you humans bloodthirsty beast you are your hunger for violence is bigger than the bears. And the reason is because you deny that hunger. You say it doesn't exist. So you don't even realize you're feeding it. You know, I won't... Every now and then, I'll watch a violent movie. Okay, every now and then. Because I, I'm... I got that home inside, too. I don't like it very much, but I got that hunger, too. Okay, but I'm real careful when I watch a violent movie because, like, when I watch 300, I'm like, mm, yeah, mm, mm. and Sinner's like, all right, bring it down. We get it. Bring it. I get it. You're a beast. Bring it down, Dark Bear. I'm like, I'm hungry. And he's like, nope, not feeding you when you're like this. You get out of hand. Nope, mm -mm, nope. Dark Bear, play. Sinner's like, nope, 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 mm-mm. 
It's because if you feed that, you'll want more and more and more. It's kind of like when you saw your first pair of tits. What was your immediate first reaction? Oh, I want more. You've been chasing it ever since. You won't leave your old ladies alone out there in the world. Or vice versa. <laughs> Once you're exposed to certain things in life, you can't unexpose yourself to it. Ideologies are another perfect thing. You know, I always say, some people say, it takes, it's, it's a sign of a strong intellectual mind to be able to fully consider another's point of view. And I agree with that. Because it is insanely hard for some people to see the aspect of where somebody else is coming from. Right? So I think that it shows true intellect. Hey, welcome to the campfire, Coltrane. So I think it shows true intellect to be able to fully consider somebody else's point of view and completely analytically look at it and consider it genuinely and weigh it logically and everything. And then at the end to still be able to go, oh, I disagree with you. Sorry. Yeah. And it not be an argument or a yelling match or I'm overpowering you or you're overpowering me or you're over talking me. Yeah, exactly. Just just simply say, oh, I, I, I'm sorry, but I've completely analyzed your side of things. And um, I still just don't agree. I, I It just isn't aligning with way, the way I'm the way I'm grooving over here. Sorry, but you've thrown off the dark bear's groove. Out the you window, what I'm saying? Uh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, but you threw off Doc Bear's <laughs> I just it kick him into the campfire. It piques my interest as well, speaking on that, about people having differences of opinions. Uh, what was the main deal breaker for some of these Democrats that changed to Republican? You know? It's like, well, what that, was that, that straw on the camel's back that broke, that made I, you say, you know what? Screw this. I'm, I'm, I'm not a Democrat anymore. I think it's the fact that they're starting to see that, that the the Democrats, it's either they're starting to see that the Democrats lie or they're starting to see that the Democrats are power hungry. And they're like, uh-oh, I'm playing on the wrong team. You know what I'm saying? Well, Be think about it. Before Trump, how long did the Democratic Party have control with all the presidencies before that? A long, long time. Yeah. So they're like, oh, shit, we're so used to being in power. This can't be happening. Yeah, pretty much. It, it doesn't matter <laughs> if it was Trump or anybody else. It could have been Elmo, and he was a Republican. They wouldn't have given a shit. <laughs> Dude, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be honest with you, man. Last night, I was up at the wee hours of the night, and I was eating Thundercloud Center. And I was just kind of daydreaming after taking notes for today's show and the points and topics. And um, I was just daydreaming a little bit, you know, being being a little stoned. And um, I thought of what we were talking about during the show yesterday of Trump and, and JFK as the ultimate tag team presidency for America first policies, right? And I was <laughs> like, God damn, that'd be fucking, that'd be an amazing movie, wouldn't it? Like, like we should, like a buddy cop TV series, but it's JFK and Trump. 
Yeah, exactly, dude. Exactly. Like, like, man, I was sitting there like, dude, I could take clips from each one of their speeches that line up pretty close and just post them side by side and just let Trump talk a little bit and then let him pause and then let JFK talk a little bit and then let him pause and then let Trump talk a little bit. Wouldn't that be fucking awesome, bro? This case because it is hard and he must be stopped. And he must. The evil of the. And then. And then stop it right there and then let Trump talk a little bit and be like, Biden's administration. And then play Joe, play fucking uh, JFK again. Must be stopped at all cost. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Just jumping back and forth. Oh, that, I might do that. I might make that. That would be hilarious. But the implication. Right now, he needs to be stopped. You're right, John. We're gonna get, we are gonna get him at any cost, any cost at all, because we are the best, the absolute we have, best. We have the absolute best people working on this, and the best detective skills. We are gonna get him. We literally uh, hired Bruce Wayne. The Batman is in the political building, ladies and gentlemen. Okay, just calm down. We're going. To reform Arkham back into America. <laughs> yeah, JFK would make a damn good Batman, wouldn't he? I'm not wearing any hockey pads. <laughs> I'm not wearing any hockey I've come to stop you, Joker, and your political funny business. Get your hands off Miss Lady Liberty. But now you choose the side of evil. And now I must stop you, Harvey. <laughs> now I must stop you, Harvey. That's a good one. I like it. Uh, uh, what, what, what's that guy's name that I always refer to as the high school president? You know, the guy. Come on, you know him. Bernie. Bernie, that's the one. He'd he, he be, he, he be referred. That's, that's his Harvey Dent. Like, he'd come up on him and be like, Listen, Bernie. You either die a hero or live long enough to see yourself become the villain. Bernie, you let America down. You should have fought Hillary when she got dirty with you. <laughs> Trump can be uh, Jim Gordon. Perfect, yeah. Yeah, perfect. Commissioner Gordon. <laughs> Biden, Biden would have to be... Well, I, I wouldn't even say Biden could be the Joker because he'd forget most of his shit all the time. He'd make a terrible Joker. Ooh, Obama gets to be the Joker, and, and Joe Biden's one of his henchmen. Perfect. We're going uh, to blow up town hall. Yeah. Joe Biden has to be from a different comic book, man, because he's got to be lost. He's he's in the wrong place. You know what I'm saying? In order, in order to save Gotham, we must go out in these tight pants and my sweet Batmobile. We must punch them. <laughs> I'm gonna punch that I'm gonna punch that communistic clown right in his mouth. <laughs> I I punch these bad guys because it is hard and because I want the people to be safe. That's right. I choose to fight crime not because it is easy, but it is because it is hard. <laughs> oh man. That would be a we need to work on that. That would make be a great YouTube show, wouldn't it? 
the adventures of Trump and JFK together. <laughs> and aren't like them as cops, basically. Like they never went into politics. They're, just, they're both like detectives in like Miami. <laughs> both detectives in Miami. We got listen, I Trump. These streets need to be cleaned up. And we're the only two wild guns good enough to do it. <laughs> They're not ready for this, JFK. It's going to be ooge. These are our special people on the streets, okay? We got to be delicate with America. She's a lovely lady. Dude, man. We're not liberties, but hard on crime. <laughs> You're too good at that. You're too good at that. <laughs> oh, you're too good at that, man. But I mean, on a for real note, you know, I, I if all this case adjourned, if we want to see these things start happening, we need to start putting fire under our politicians' asses, not the ones that are clearly corrupt. Because guess what? They're not going to arrest themselves. The, the ones that are clearly the good guys, we need to really start lighting fires under their ass. And what I mean by that is write them, call them, tell them, I want this person held accountable for this crime that they've committed against America. Because the more that they see that pop up, the more they're going to think, oh shit, if I don't do this, I'm going to become one of the people on the crimes against America list. Because you can commit an atrocity by doing nothing. Yeah, see, look right here. Mike, Mike Tampa Bay says, right here by Abraham Lincoln. Thank you, Mike. This is a lovely quote for the topic at hand. The people are the rightful masters of both Congress and courts, not to overthrow the Constitution, but to overthrow the men who pervert it, who twist the Constitution to mean something it doesn't. What do you think, Senator? Yeah. That, that's why I'm, I'm hoping they stop, like, all the shit that they The Supreme Court passing. You know that is the deliberate reason to basically get around the fucking Constitution because the Supreme Court is the one that interprets the Constitution. Well, right. with the Democrats, weird twisted way of fucking thinking if they pack the supreme court well the constitution now means whatever the fuck they want to mean. and they're real fond of wordplay yeah <laughs> they really like dancing around things don't they obscuring but things the constitution says you have the right to bear arms well we think arms mean actual arms this is the ones attached to your torso yeah exactly yeah that is you that is some exact shit that they would come up with you know how I know that? Because when you said it, I felt angry. <laughs> when you said it, I was like, now you damn well know that's not what that meant, Senator. <laughs> I, I can see them actually doing that. Oh, the right to bear arms? All right, the arms that are attached to you when you were born. Well, look at how, look at how they're doing the bullshit with talking to Fauci. Fauci and Zuckerberg talking. They say, oh, we're not talking. We're not talking. We're not talking. And then they say, oh, well, we're, we're, we were talking, but we're not colluding. Okay, listen. You don't know what colluding is, okay? We're not doing it. Just, just trust us. And then, okay, and then he said, oh, we did not fund the Wuhan lab. That's what Fauci said. Oh, well, we did fund the Wuhan lab, but we didn't fund gain of function. 
Okay. And now Rand Paul is having to actually use their definition of gain of function against them to say, look, this is how you define gain of function. Boop, 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 boop. And this is what you just funded. Boop, 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 boop. Did you see how that just lined up? And Fauci goes, ah, you're, you're dumb. That's the next move. Because now he's being backed into a corner. And what do animals, what do, what do liars, what do, what do thieves, what do criminals do when they're backed into a corner? They show you their teeth. All costs. They're going to do anything they can to get out of that corner. Because they know as long as they're backed into that corner, you got them dead to rights. That's right. And now we're seeing that part of the hunt. Okay, now they've cornered Fauci up into the corner. And now they're slowly closing in around him. Because they know that he's the weakest link right now. That his lies are the biggest and has affected the most people the most recent. So if they can get Fauci, hypothetically speaking, game on. Right then. Both sides are going to come to the board. You're going to see it happen, especially since you, you come to the campfire. And now you're kind of aware that the media manipulates things and twists things and perverts things to, to suit their own agenda on both sides. And, and we talk about it all the time. Shouldn't be left and right. Should be like... like uh, Ronald Reagan said up and down either America we're doing well all together or we're doing bad all together that's how it works we're, we're all on the same fucking boat if people start drilling holes it doesn't matter where you move to on the boat you're still on the fucking boat when it sinks yeah And that's how we need to look at it. It doesn't... You be on the left side of the boat, you be on the right side of the boat. But guess what? Irregardless, a hole in the floor is a hole in the floor. We got people picking up drills right now and willingly just drilling holes in our beautiful boat's floor. They, they're like, we're installing a pool. Don't worry about it. We need to start tackling motherfuckers like, oh, no, you're not installing a pool. You, you want to swim, get off the boat. There's plenty of pool outside the boat. You you want to swim, go get you some swim. Just have enough teeth to get them. All of our teeth are falling out. <laughs> okay. I mean, that's, that's, that's how we got to treat it because the boat is our oasis in the ocean, right? America is an oasis in the ocean. That's where people run to. People flee bad places to find a better life in America. Okay, we are the better life. So what happens if we allow the better life place, the boat that we're all on in this hypothetical situation, what, what happens if we allow people to just keep drilling holes in the bottom of the boat? Well, I'll tell you. Um, physics takes over at that point, and then the boat sinks. Okay. So what happens when the boat sinks? Well, we're definitely not going to be able to pick up any more fucking passengers out of the ocean to help them. There's not going to be anywhere to swim to close by. We're in the middle of the fucking ocean. We were the fucking place that people swam to. So what do we do 
if we let our boat sink? Well, I'll tell you, we're fucked. And we have a lot of people aren't going to make it. And maybe, maybe if we're real fucking lucky, a select few will be able to make it to an island somewhere on a coast and start all over. Gilligan's Island style. Exactly, exactly. Like Mike Tampa Bay says right here, I love this. Our Constitution was not written in the sands to be washed away by each wave of new judges blown in by each successive political wind. Hugo Black. I like that a lot. Our, our, con our Constitution wasn't written on construction paper or a napkin. And we got business. They literally did the closest thing next to setting it in fucking stone that they knew how to do back then, okay? And they wrote it on a big fucking expensive piece of parchment that they, they hoped would last a long time. They used back then what was considered expensive ink. They got all fancy with it. They used fancy writing. It wasn't like motherfuckers were just blotting fucking handprints on this thing. Writing in print. Like, mm -hmm. oh, Mongo think free nation should happen. Stamp. Mongo signed with hand. Mongo like boomstick. We make boomstick legal. That's not how that happened. There was a lot of direct thought and process that went into this that that said how do we make sure that our government this beautiful thing that we're trying to form and break away from and, and make to where people have more of a say than the political powers how do we ensure that the, it stays like that and somebody sitting at the table probably with their dirty ass muddy fucking boots up on the nice ass table drinking his nasty ass beer because they didn't know how to make it back then went i got an idea Let's just give everyone guns. No one wants to fuck with somebody with a gun, right? And everyone at the table looked at each other and went, Wow, that was the first brilliant thing you've said since you've been here. We thought you were just showing up for the beer, prick. <laughs> and then they all toasted, To freedom! But we're, we're watching that right now, okay, this, the, the system that they put in play for that moment is being checked right now, okay? They're testing the defenses of the walls, as it were. They're saying, how many people still give a shit about how many freedoms they still have? Let's find out. And, and what happened on January the 6th? I'm really thinking that stage because the more I find out about that, the more you find out that there were a lot of government agents in that crowd. Like FBI agents, CIA potentially. Why were Capitol Police, why were reinforcements not sent if they were so well acknowledged and prepared that they had agents in that crowd. Why were the reinforcements not already there if they pre if they already knew that that, that quote unquote potentially things could turn bad? 
if the, if they had advance warning enough that the FBI could put agents in the crowd and plant them in the crowd, they clearly had enough enough time to pick up the phone and say, "Hey, you might want to send a couple more hundred police over there and brace for impact." So clearly it was done deliberately. So why did Nancy Pelosi not do that? She clearly had the knowledge because the FBI had the knowledge, okay? So we need to ask that question. What were those FBI agents doing in the crowd? Were they in the crowd to make sure something didn't happen? Which is what we would all hope for. Or were they in the crowd to make sure something did? You ever heard of that old thing that they talk about, psychological studies, called a crowd mentality center? Yeah, mob mentality, crowd mentality. Mob mentality. The, the idea of, of if, if, if a large enough group of people are around and all it takes is just one person to rile that crowd enough and they can get that crowd to do things that normally they would never do. To form a manipulation of the emotional part of your mind. It's a reaction instead of a response. <laughs> hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's I think. Like now that you mentioned, like I'm pretty sure, like herd mentality or mob mentality, that's like most of people's problem nowadays. They hear something, they don't question it, they immediately, oh well, it's the gospel truth, and it it spreads from there. They never think about it themselves. They just oh, that's what everybody thinks. That's it. They're gaslighting society, and by gaslighting society, by they are. They are tricking the masses and manipulating them. Mm -hmm. These are the people in power. I'm sure what they're saying is... It's got to be true. What they're saying is true. And then they never question it. This is CNN. If they lied, the government would punish them for lying to the public. But nobody ever stops and thinks, no, no, no. Um, The government's telling them what to say. If they don't say what the government tells them to, they're going to get punished. They never think about that side of the coin. Like, I saw a story um, that I, I, I watched a little bit on. I'm still doing a little bit of research on it, so we'll touch a little bit on it right here in the last 10 minutes of the show, where Tucker Carlson was talking about how it was either Tucker or Sean Hannity, how the Biden administration reached out to them to, to try to basically tell them what they're allowed to talk about, what they're not allowed to talk about when it comes to vaccinations and whatnot. Uh-huh. And Fox, and by them saying, "Hey, the the Biden administration reached out to us," and and is tr- what they're saying is, "Is we're being bullied." That's what that that's what they're saying right now is we're being bullied. We're being told what we should and shouldn't say if we know what's good for us. That should scare the shit out of anyone that lives in America. If they're bullying news stations, your freedom of the press is gone. And if we, the people, this, 
the citizens here in the forest, if we don't act accordingly and we don't return the favor like, hey, if you don't leave the press alone, guess what? Well, that's a real simple solution. We're going to label you as tyrannical and we'll just uh, pull your ass out of office. Thanks, but you're a loser. Play again. Yeah, nope. Get fucked. You're not going to pass go. You're not going to collect a retirement pension, but don't worry. You'll never be hungry because you're going to be in prison. On those cold, cold nights, you can look out the iron bars and listen to the wolves cry to the blue corn moon. I mean, it's really at that point where it is either you conform or or buckle up, buttercup. And I'm going to be honest with you, ladies and gentlemen. You can't. We've come to the point where you can't sit on the fence anymore. It's like that with friends. It's like that with politics. It's like that with religion. It always comes to a point where you have to make a decision. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. You can't. It's either, it's either between people that you can think for yourself, you want to do something for yourself, or people that just want to be taken care of, essentially. Yeah, they want to try to make everyone happy because in doing so, they think that they don't get manipulated. They think that they don't get used. But mm -hmm. the people that sit on the fence, they're the easiest to manipulate because you already know they're weak-minded. They can't make a resolve. They can't make a choice. You see what I'm saying here? I'm still so surprised these people even follow Joe. They follow the Democrats. They follow all this shit. Like, the second Joe got in office, he even called them useful idiots. Yep. Everybody that voted him, he's like, yeah, you're all useful idiots. We tricked you. Psych, bitch. Get punked. Got him. And they, they just, like, they all still support him. Like, he literally told you to your face, you're all fucking idiots. Hmm. You wonder why we don't want you people in power. Couldn't possibly be that. And he's still in power. Yep. You know, here's the thing, is we talk about it all the time. People say, well, what do you do? <laughs> And I say, I say it every time. Well, it's real simple. You figure out who your friends are, who stands with you morally, who acts the way they say they act. Because saying you act a way doesn't mean dog shit if you act a completely different way than what you say, right? It, because then it's just a lie. You're just a liar, okay? So you choose. You pick and choose who you keep around you, who you invest your love and your time into, because it's an investment. You don't have an, you ever have one of those days where you're just like, I'm an, I am just emotionally drained. It's because you don't have an endless supply of love. You got to refill that motherfucker all the time. And it takes from you. It's a toll. So, that's why people should be sparingly who they give their love to, who they allow in their lives, who they're around. Because not everyone's willing to give you that same investment back. See, when you invest in somebody with love, you take from yourself and you give to them. Okay? And that builds them up. 
But if they never return that, you're only giving, you're never receiving, and it's just taking from you more and more and more and more. And that's why, like me, Center, you know how I work. You've seen me do it a hundred times in the group, man. I never, ever tell somebody, I choose your friends. Never, ever. Actually, quite the opposite. I say, look, I can't choose your friends. I can choose my friends, okay? And if you want to be around a shitty fucking person, great. When you're around them, I'm not going to be around. Okay, and then that, that, that makes that individual think, well, who do I want to be around more? This person who causes me a bunch of drama and bullshit and problems all the time and, and who I invest in and tell them all the time I love you and I build them up and stuff? Or do I want to be with the other person who invests in me, who worries about my problems, who builds me up while I build them up? Yeah, they they chose their now they they have well what's the what's the saying? It's like reap what you sow. It's a little different. You made your bed now, lay in it. Yeah, you made your bed now. You're gonna sleep in it. You shit in the bed now, sleep in it. All right, it, it's the same. It's the same instance here. You know, if if you're gonna treat people shitty, you're gonna be two faced and stuff. Well, guess what? You know, if you if you're a shitty person, people are going to find out, and when they find out you're a shitty person, like they're doing with politicians right now, they're going to get pissed off, and they're going to react to that. They're going to be like, "Oh, you tricked me, you dirty, you dirty, dirty demon rat." Now the now the reaction is, "What do we do?" Well, it's real simple. We remove them from power, and then we prosecute. We hold accountable, okay? We expose them. We show the nation. We show the world, look, Fauci lied and people died. We show them, look, these politicians are dirty, dirty people. You feel what I'm saying? And then, all right, after you show all the crimes that that the politician has committed or this individual in your life or whatever, after you do all that and you show your justification, you say, I'm done with you. Be gone. I will invest in you no further and I will not let you take away from the people that are, in, that are willing to invest in me. Because all you do is take. Sorry. But any good investor knows there's got to be a return on an investment for it to be worth the investment. Right, Sinner? Uh -huh. That's the whole point of investing, is to see a return. Stop investing in politicians who don't do their fucking jobs. Stop investing in people who don't invest back, who you won't see that return. Yeah, can people be redeemed? Yeah, you're right, people can when they genuinely are trying. But as we all know, actions speak louder than words, right? Well, so far, they're not being very truthful. So far, they're not being very truthful. Truthful people don't like to hide things from you. Because they want you to know. When 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 it's just 
I don't know, man. To me, it just seems like th these humans have been babied too much. They've been babied too much, Center. They're soft. Look at them. Look, look at this one right here. Look at me. Watch, Center. Watch me poke this one right here. Look at all that squish on them. Mm. Their souls have, have, have softened. Their resolve has softened. But look at all of them showing up, hardening up every day. Their minds, their fortitude. I think there's still hope for these humans after all. They just have to remember where they came from. They just have to find that knowledge. Stop listening to those wicked whispers on the wind that are leading them into the fucking thorns. Because I'll tell you what, I hate going out to the thorn patch to get a crying human. And I don't go out there to be nice, ladies and gentlemen. Okay, I don't do it. You know why I go out there and I push through all those thorns to get that crying human? Because it's hard to sleep when they're screaming. But I'll tell you what, if I pull them out of that thorn patch and then I hear them the very next night back in there, nope, Dark Bear's not going in. Mm -mm. Not happening. He's just going just gonna to stay in there. <laughs> like now you can just sit in the fucking brambles. That's right. Enjoy your stay. Center, you got any closing statements before we leave for the day, sir? No. I mean, it, it follows the same thing that I've always said is that I don't, like, when people always question, like, what side of the politics you're on, like, I'm on the political side of common sense. That's right. People need to open their eyes. Make your own judgments. Like, I'd, I'd seen that shit on, on Facebook the other day. You would get a kick out of this. One of these Dumb motherfucker. Sixty seconds before he cuts us off. That they were they were comparing like tearing down Confederate statues to them trying to force like critical race theory into schools, and I'm like, there's a difference between re teaching real history over teaching your children to be racist pieces of shit. That's right. That's right. You're and one you made more decision to allow these people to teach your children to be racist pieces of shit. That's that was right. your choice. Use critical thinking instead of critical race theory. Use critical thinking. We're getting ready to get cut off forcefully, so here we go. Ladies and gentlemen, seems like the campfire burns low for today, and why me and Center are out hunting tonight, we'll be back tomorrow. But be careful while the campfire is down. It's been a pleasure spending time with all of you. We ran a little longer than what we should, and we're going to get cut off in four seconds. 